the future of photography. Adrian, do you have a car? <laughs> do I have a car? Uh, wow. Yeah, cars are one of my things. Oh, my brother, he's he's uh, in his 30s. He doesn't... Well, he didn't own a car for the longest time because he lived in a city where there was lots of public transportation. So, um, But people of our age tend to own a car in some form. And uh, and the second question, do you have a camera? I, I also have several of those. <laughs> okay, so so cameras and cars is, uh, is an interesting topic because I... Um, I've just I've just uh, a year ago got a new car, uh, a modern car, a Hyundai Ionic hybrid with like all bells and whistles and assistive systems and stuff. And up to that point, I drove another car that was at that point um, 12 years old. And one of the difference between these two cars is the amount of cameras in them. Because my old car mm. had zero cameras in it and the new car has, well, at least two cameras in it, probably more. Um, so I, I, what I wanted to do in this episode is go th go over kind of what the cameras and cars how they how they work together and what kind of cameras we can find in cars and what they're used for and where this is all going and of course a bit of speculation as to where this might take us. So uh, do you know how many cameras are in your car? Uh, in in my car, none. In my wife's car, I think just the one. Mm -hmm. Which is a, a reversing camera. Right. And that, that's kind of the first that comes to mind, the backup camera, the when one you put your gear, reverse gear in, and then uh, you, <clears throat> of course, you need a screen for it. So cars over the last years have started to get bigger screens and you have this video screen and then you can see out of the back of your car. And when it's, and, and, and some will just show you that and then some will have them, some markings on it that will even move when you turn the steering wheel. So you get like... A, It shows you which direction the car will go and backing up. Yes, ours uh, has that. Yes, is yeah. is something that I, I've come to love. It's amazing, this and the camera is pretty wide angle in the back and it's somewhere under the under the handle to open the, the trunk. So it's it's okay in terms of protection. Sometimes you have to wipe it off; it gets dirty, but it's a, it, it works and it does a really really good job. And it is probably um, if you look at all the all the cars with backup cameras these have probably helped avoid a lot of little like dings in cars because you, I, th I think so although that's yeah. not necessarily reflected in my insurance premiums which no, still go up every year but it but doesn't. but there, there you go maybe there, you should go to your uh, to your insurance and say my camera has four ca my car has four cameras um <laughs> i want <laughs> i want a reduction um yeah, well, well well yes possibly but then they'll just look at that and go yeah but when you actually hit something there's all those electronics that i'm going to have to replace it <laughs> so, <laughs> well so, uh, i think one of the reasons the cameras have have made their way into cars is that uh, the prices come down the sizes come down the cameras can be much much smaller now so they're easy to put somewhere um second type of type of camera that uh, i've i've seen more and more and i now have in my camera is a dash cam a camera that films video of what is going on ahead no right so you should start a youtube the channel then <laughs> no i'm not it's mostly boring um And the reason I put this in, and it's it's a it's a slippery slope there because in Germany at least there is a there there is this we talked about this uh, last episode the consent thing and you you are filming people against their consent and uh, that might get you in some trouble. 
But then on the other hand, if someone's trying to do some insurance fraud and runs into your car deliberately and you have that on video, uh, it is now also in Germany uh, for just a few months now. It has been legal to use that as evidence in a court case. So it's it's this it's it's the one thing is the privacy the other thing is the 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 legality of using this kind of material if you uh as as a proof pretty much and the uh the interesting thing is that you have to weigh these things against each other and i've just decided that it's more important for me if someone tries some shenanigans to uh to have that on video so Fair enough. Fair <clears> enough. <throat> sounds, sounds sounds quite sensible. I I don't have one of those, um, yeah. but it's uh, I, I I there are plenty of people now in the UK that yeah. do, and of course motorcyclists have a lot of cameras all over them as well. And it's fairly easy to retrofit these, and they 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 they, they stick to the front to the front uh, to the front window. There are others that have like two cameras, one in the back, one in the front, and they would usually cycle the recordings. So you have like a couple of hours of recordings and then it will overwrite them just in a cyclic fashion. And you could, so some have, I don't know, motion detectors. So if you if you get into a crash, the camera will notice the, the, the acceleration and will then save that recording without it being deleted. So there's a lot of like interesting technology there. Um, they're getting cheap. The one I have is like fifty bucks. So it was one of those. Okay, let me finally do this, and uh, it's been yeah, just just a bit more peace of mind. So that's the second camera in my car. Um, another thing that just recently came up is um, they have a lot of manufacturers have for the longest time. You know how how on the car trade shows they have these concept cars. They are all specked out with tech, and then yeah, they yeah. promise you a lot of things to come, and then like ten percent of that actually manifests itself in real cars. Um, one of those things used to be cameras for rearview mirrors, um, because it. Yeah, for some reason, has never really worked out. Maybe it's the cost of cameras, but uh, this is now changing because Audi, Audi has uh, has just announced the e-tron SUV. It's like an electric car, and they officially will now replace the side mirrors with cameras. So they have right. uh, little stalks going out, looking backwards, and um, then they have little screens in the side door so you will still look over to that place where you looked at the mirror but instead there is like a little screen under the window that gives you that uh, rear view picture okay and uh, the advantages are of course um, that you will have much less drag right a mirror is a is a <laughs> like a sail and you can make this much smaller now it still sticks out a bit but um, so this is now coming to be, be uh, becoming like a uh, become reality in a series in, in in a series car in a regular car pretty much. Okay, and uh, we will probably see more of that. Um, only a time, only a matter of time to have like rear view mirrors, like the central rear view mirror replaced by a camera that goes backwards. Um, Another kind of camera that I have in my car is uh, <clears throat> is a forward-facing camera up in the window, in the front window. And that does a, a few things. Um, first of all, it does lane assist. So all right, okay. It, yeah. it, 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 it supports your steering. Like if uh, it, it looks at the markings on the road and uh, 
if it recognizes, it takes a couple of seconds to recognize them and then you get a little symbol in your dashboard and, uh, and then it kind of helps you, nudges you. If you approach, uh, a bend, it will kind of nudge you in that direction. The steering wheel will actually move. Okay. Um, and it also will notice if you leave the lane and it will go beep, beep, beep and let <laughs> you know that if you're falling asleep and you're drifting off the road, it will, uh, try to wake you up. Um, and then, of course, in the front, it also has a radar now, which which <clears throat> modern cars tend to have more and more is the the um, uh, anti collision systems that and and the and the uh, autopilot. Well, Tesla calls it autopilot, but it's pretty much an assistive system to help you keep the distance from from the car in front of you. Yeah, we have one of those actually. I think I think ours is a radar based one. It, they it are mostly radar on the, based. Works on the cruise control. Yeah, yeah, and and it goes back to radar having changed into being a solid state system now, so it's easier and cheaper to produce, and it's easier to put it into a car. And uh, the camera and the radar work together. Because you don't want the system to break if it doesn't have to. You don't want a f what's called a false positive. And uh, the, the radar and the camera in some cars actually work together. So the, the, the radar sees uh, something that it thinks is an obstacle. And then it might ask the camera, uh, have a look at that. Is this a person? Is this uh, just a trash bag or something? Do I have to break for that? So there's a lot of like stuff going on behind the scenes with the... The camera being involved there. Um, the next thing where cameras are getting uh, interesting are, is autonomy, self-driving cars. Uh, if we look at, uh, let's take Tesla as an example. Um, of course, they have the forward-facing radar, as many cars now have. Um, it also has, I think, twelve ultrasonic sensors. Think of those little little round things that help you park. That tell you uh, yes. how I have far some the, on my car, yeah. Right, and <clears throat> but but with Tesla, they have like twelve of them around the car, so you can you can kind of know is is there something uh, is, is a car coming from behind that I should be aware of that kind of stuff, and uh, the, the current Teslas have eight cameras in them, so they mm -hmm. give you a three hundred and sixty degree awareness, or they give the car a three hundred sixty degree awareness of what's going on around it, uh, which is. It's, yeah, which I find interesting. Um, you also see this in some other cars, uh, modern cars, having cameras around it and using that to give you kind of a top-down view of what you are, uh, of, of the situation around the oh, car. Yeah, I've seen that. They could, cars can see round corners. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's, it's more like just imagine you are trying to park your car and... Um, and those cameras around the car create a fake but real slash fake picture. They they uh, they employ geometric transformations uh, similar to the to the projection mapping, and they turn all this and stitch it together, and they turn all this into a picture on the dashboard where you see the car with the actual obstacles around it from like 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 from the top down. So it's like you had a a real camera. Uh, 10 meters over your car looking down and this way you can see where the curb is and you can see where that that pillar uh, is that you might run into or that tree uh, while parking so interesting stuff happening there um, not foolproof but in more more advanced than just a backup camera yes definitely 
Um, another thing where cameras are going to uh, be interesting is um, it has to do with autonomy, but also with uh, remote control. Um, I've seen this article recently about a logging truck, a truck that takes trees out of a out of a, a forest. Right. And uh, you have seen those. They have like they have a bed, and then they have the, on the sides they have things sticking up to make the logs not roll out and um it's of course from sweden because they have a lot of forest and they they came up with uh, the company called enright came up with the t-log which is an autonomous and all electric logging truck so that this thing good. doesn't have a cab it's just the bed pretty much with something in front where the where some cameras are attached and some other sensors are attached uh it's apparently able to drive autonomously but then there will certainly in a forest environment be situations where it can't do that. So they will use cameras and other systems to have it remote controlled by a human operator, a teleoperation. Mm. So th this is a truck that will do some of its stuff autonomously, has a range of like a battery range of 200 kilometers and can be 26 tons when it's fully loaded. It's a funny looking thing. It's funny looking, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah th this is um this is going to change a few things in the in the logging industry for sure and Sweden has a lot of that um yeah there's there's, there's a weird thing going on in my head now that doesn't quite compute which is like all of this 21st century sustainable electric vehicle technology deployed to cut down trees more efficiently <laughs> to cut down trees more efficiently to make more matches yes <laughs> and ikea furniture yeah, oh, I, I'm glad you went with that one. I was trying desperately not to say that. <laughs> um, okay, uh, another thing auto with autonomy is um, that I came across recently is Comma.ai. Uh, it's it's a company that have now deployed, or I think it's still in a beta, but it, uh, it looks promising. Is OpenPilot, which is a camera based and radar-based uh, AI that you can retrofit onto some cars, like most of the Toyotas, for example. So it uh, it is a little box that you put in under the windshield or in, in inside the car uh, behind the windshield, and uh, you hook it up to the car. And again, Toyotas have the right interfaces, and other some others do as well. And uh, it does a few things. Uh, first of all, it it helps you steer the car or it, it will steer the car for you based on what it sees and based on the radar um, that it gets back from the car. Um, and towards the inside, it has an alertness camera. It watches you. Like it watches you. If It looks at you and, and uh, determines if you are alert and looking at the road in front of you. And as long as you do, it will not require you to take your hands on the wheel. Okay. So you know most most systems like my my lane assist system I can take my hands off for a few seconds and then it will start beeping at me and put your hands on the wheel kind of thing which right perfectly sensible because that system that I have is not as good by far not as good uh but these guys now say we can do this um you won't have to interact with the car other than watching the road ahead of you and the car will do the rest at least on highways you know and they, of course, try to improve this over time. But another camera-based uh, or very camera-heavy um, autonomy system, more on the uh, on the open-source side. 
Sounds um, good. Another system, not necessarily a camera, but kind of, um, well, it has a camera component, is LiDAR. You heard right. of that? LiDAR? I, I have, yes, yes. Uh, we, we have seen LiDAR stands for light radar, and it, um, it pretty much bounces light off of things around it and then reads that light back and makes a determination how far something is, which way it's moving and so on. And um, in early efforts of autonomy, of auto aut autonomous driving, um, you've often seen these kind of things on the top of a car that were rotating really fast. Yes. And it's yeah. it what it does is pretty much um, bursts out, in rotation it bursts out a laser pattern mostly in infrared laser so you don't see it and it, it bursts that out onto its surroundings and reads it back with some visible uh, visual system like a camera and by by the by the amount of time it takes for things to return to you it can um, see which of those dots is further away and closer and uh, very sophisticated technology and uh, it's a very expensive one. We're talking $10,000 or more for one of these Ooh, systems. Okay, yeah, that's just... So that's one of the reasons we don't have them in our cars yet because they're expensive. And that's also one of the reasons why most autonomy companies uh, try to rely on cameras and radar. And okay, right. as, we, yep. as we see, camera technology is advancing really fast. AI is advancing really fast. So... Uh, but but the but the lidar has a big advantage because it will give you well where other systems have to kind of infer the three dimensional nature of things around them from uh, from two dimensional pictures, uh, lidar can give you a real three D representation of what's happening. So yeah, yeah, it, it is right. definitely interesting. Uh, but now this is going to change because there is a company called Baraja, and they have come up with a way to create a solid-state LiDAR. Now, instead of a rotating laser, um, what they have is uh, they have a tunable laser, which means okay. normally a laser has one color only, and that's it. And they employ a tunable laser. That's kind that of the whole have... point of a laser, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. But they have one way you can change the frequency. You can change the, the, the color. And, okay. And then they have an optics, optics on top that will reflect different colors of light into different directions. So by tuning that laser, they will have pretty much a, a rotating system on the top, um, but they rotate it by changing the frequency of the laser as, as opposed ah, to okay. mechanically changing something. Right. So the, the cars um, that use that, again, I, th I don't know how far it exactly is, but it's very, very interesting. They will have like one central tunable laser in the car, and that will be fed via fiber optics to the prisms on the roof, and then the angle is based on the color of the of the laser. It's a very cool system. I like it. Mm, sounds good. So, so there we have it. There's like backup cameras and dash cams and rear view mirrors and assistive systems, autonomy, uh, very heavily camera based, and lidar. Yeah, uses some form of cameras as well. Um, now, I was a bit a bit. Um, I mean, what does that mean for the future of photography? For us as photographers, probably uh, to get easier to a gig if we are a wedding photographer. <laughs> but, more importantly, to get home more easily. <laughs> but I mean, if we stay with the car versus photography thing or the car and photography thing, um, 
just a few things um, where I see some interesting parallels, the backup cameras in the car or the, the, the 360 degree stitched cameras in the car. We have that as photographers now with 360 degree cameras, right? Cameras that do 360 degrees in one shot. Yeah, that's true. Yes, so we have point. that. Um, I, I I looked at the mirrors the rear view mirrors in, in, in the cars being replaced by cameras. Of course, mirrors and cameras, mirrorless cameras is the first thing that came to mind here. Uh, not sure how that kind of relates, but it's at least from a <laughs> from a wording point of view, an interesting relation there. That's Yes, good point. Yes. Um, yes. If we look at the remote control aspect of that logging truck um, and maybe future autonomous cars, like if they go, if you go somewhere to the desert and the car can't handle that, there might be a remote operator doing some stuff for you. Um, we have a lot of remote operation in our cameras. Wi-Fi is pretty normal in most cameras nowadays. And uh, so th this is already kind of in the cameras. And then um, in terms of autonomy, um, we already have part of that in our cameras when we look at subject recognition, smile detection, AIs judging images and the quality and the aesthetics of images. Mm, um, yes. And even the LIDAR, which, again, is there to, to give you a 3D representation of what's going on around you on the top of your autonomous car. Um, if you look at the face recognition that camera manufacturers use, um, oh, okay. yep, yep. Apple's Face ID is, is very similar to a LIDAR. They have a laser protect projector in there that projects a dot pattern. And then they have a camera that reads which part of which dot comes back how fast and this way they know the distance of things so that's how they create the depth map that's the depth map and face id apple's face id heavily relies on that depth map so you cannot fool it with just a photo of a face you have to have an actual three-dimensional face uh to fool it and even if you use a mask there are other methods to try to uh, avoid detection if it's not a real face so uh, lidar is already with us we have it in our iphone 10s and and uh, going forward probably in everyone and other manufacturers are working towards that same technology so there is a lot of combination between uh, or a lot of uh, similarities and and developments that we see in camera that we also see in cars and vice versa sounds like fun Sounds like fun, and uh, I look forward to taking advantage of my autonomous car to bring me home from the pub drunk, and then in the morning, because I look so terrible, my phone won't work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's leave it at that. What a wonderful future we're looking forward to. And uh, we'll be looking more into the future of photography in our next episode in a week. Until then, take care. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>